0: My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. Okay, so just so y'all know, back of um, Christmas Eve, or two days before Christmas Eve, um, we did a whole advisory recorded it for an hour and a half and old Caldwell to the queue his file got corrupted and we lost a whole episode of Robin. and I will say it was a really good one we were really challenged we were grooving we were living our best lives and you fucked it up what do you have to say for yourself you know um I I was really upset when it happened because we we had to like reschedule a lot of times and we also had some great conversations we were talking about the holidays it was, um, it was great. It was such a good one, Bob. Can you uncorrupt the files? I, I don't know how to do it. I wish I really wish I could. I really wish Honestly, I could. Honestly, you know what? They should, just, they should just release my half of the conversation, and, it, and you could just be, <laughs> <laughs> you listen to me, and you just try to record it again. You know the fans are going to want that. You know the fans are going to be like, release Monet's half. You know that—you know— <laughs> <laughs> the patrons are gonna be like a do it. ago or like a few weeks ago jacob asked me and i forgot to send it to him as i often do which i still have the footage of me moving to la and like the whole surprise thing that we, we supposed to put together for our patreon did we never but post jacob that asked me no i never posted it and then jacob asked me for the footages of the infamous i'm gonna walk home episode. When you were really mad. <laughs> I don't I never forget. I wish, well, we, that part is definitely not on camera, but that shit was so funny. Jacob is like, um, I'm gonna call the car. And Bob just looks at me and Jacob in a serious face, pensive. I'm gonna walk home. I think you I, like, I I feel like I told Jacob, Jacob we're gonna Jacob, walk. I, Jacob, no, I said no, I was gonna Jacob. walk, but I don't think I was like. I don't think I like looked over my shoulder in a, in a in a moment of drama and said I'll walk. I think I probably said I think I want to walk. I think I need to walk home. No, in my no, you fully became Heath Ledger in In the Dark Knight. You had scars and a smile. You were like, "I'm gonna walk." <laughs> oh my God, do you know that in the in In the Dark Knight he was licking, so it became like a tick he did in the role because his prosthetic, because he was talking so much. I know because the should. prosthetics were falling off. We all have TikTok. We all have TikTok, Monet. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all on uh, we're all on DC Comics TikTok mom okay we'll say you look very cute with this little hat and mustache and I don't I don't I'm like okay okay she looking real cute okay you, Monet cannot give me the way that compliment was all was this close to being backhanded the way it was this, <laughs> what? this you were like you look so cute to have mustache and, and, and I don't and then you stopped yourself you're like and I don't you look well, I'm great I'm saying I, I was gonna say I don't I don't give out compliments often to you. No, yeah, we I know. Say you literally, and I was just saying that to be siblingy, but I literally half my fucking life is talking about how great you are. So and, fuck and off it should be one. and it should be three quarters. And it should be three quarters. You look very cute with your mustache. I think you should keep this for drag. You should become a half bearded queen. Not you. should become a mustache queen. You know I don't see it for me. Um, this mustache is going away because tomorrow I'm um I'm doing a wedding. Um, and next time you all see me, this is, this is the end of the Bob with hair on, on his head journey. There was like the mustache, the beard, um, the hair, the eyebrows never came into play. This is actually, this is, this is, so if you're ever ever wondering, this is what my eyebrows, whenever I say I don't have eyebrows, this is what I mean. So I do have, I, this is me. This is a couple of months without shaving my brows. So really that's, this is, and it's just been this way since you've been a child. Yep. My whole life. I've I've always, it was just. There wasn't like a time where it just fell away. This is always you. This has always been my, these are always been my eyebrows. So whenever people ask what it would be like if I didn't shave my brows, this is, I have not shaved my eyebrows since November 3rd when I got my my throat surgery. Um, And it is now. Someone said, did you see one of the comments, they said, what happened to Bob's new voice? (laughs) What's wrong with my voice? Nothing, you sound great. Oh God. (laughs) Both of them meant like they thought my voice went back to being bad again not bad i think i also when you first came out of your surgery you were talking like this bob you always spoke like this you were like bob ross and you were like yeah well i was I afraid know, to hurt care. my voice so when i was speaking on the podcast i would talk like this and um i probably should continue talking like this and it's probably better for my voice but um the more that i like settled into <laughs> myself it's hard to maintain it's really hard Oh, well, you know, people make fun of opera singers. A lot of opera, singers, a lot of opera singers, they talk like this, and they're like, "Yes, and today." That's because they speak like that's like okay, that's not you're supposed to speak. But speaking that way is the healthiest for your voice. We're speaking up and lifted, and speaking with your with your soft paddle lifted and your throat open. That's the healthiest way to speak do uh, do a lot of people speak like that no because everyone you want to talk like how you talk yeah but you know but speaking that way is the best and the healthiest way for your chords. but when i do hear for myself going back into that voice i'm like oh my god don't talk like don't talk like but i can try sometimes i try i, I every once in a while i try to bring it up and just kind of like do myself a favor by not ruining my uh vocal cords do you want to acknowledge that um the patrons that you have it. Do you want to acknowledge that you emotionally in- <laughs> manipulated everyone, Bob? You are so- Bob. You are literally you are the Donald Trump of our Patreon. First of all, so Bob posts a Bob posts a poll to Patreon, and then a minute later he posts this sappy picture of with a, with a, with, a, with a whole little speech of him with his chip tooth on about some First of all, everyone, I didn't post. And the everyone poll. in the comments were like, "Oh, Bob, we feel so bad for you. You look cute. Don't let Monet make you feel bad." Oh, Bob, I was like, "Not. The, it's the sympathy votes for me." I will say this: I um, did not post the poll. I did post the picture. You and your boyfriend. You and Jacob. Your we're, little sneaky self. Again, Jacob and I are not one. You and Andy aren't one. Andy, and, you and Andy don't drive drive a, a party bus. Andy drives a party bus. Okay. <laughs> 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 so. <laughs> so Jacob posted the poll and I want to point out that the poll was was very close to 50-50 I was always slightly ahead of you always but it was very close to 50-50 the whole time but I was always a few uh, maybe like a dozen votes ahead of you and then I just wanted to uh, thank everyone who was standing by me because you' you' because you're during these hard times so I posted a comment uh, posted it, it said chippy here. oh my god you are such a manipulator (laughs) and i just wanted to thank the people who were standing by me in this difficult time bob you are you are the most ridiculous someone someone um tagged us on 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 twitter today and they were like honestly being part of the civil rivalry patreon is the best money I spend. <laughs> These two are so stupid, and they posted like a screenshot of the thing. Because I, our Patreon is wild. You are the Donald Trump of our Patreon. I am just little old Liz Warren. I'm just over here being mocha Hontas, living my life, and Bob is just over here being crazy. Okay, well, that was problematic. I am... <laughs> I am. I am. I am chocolate. I'm mocha. Not mocha I was... Oh, so I'm a <laughs> Donald Trump... Um ins- ins- insinuated no, that Liz Warren. Um young. I um but I would just take info because cause you're a little because here's the thing the people who were like with on with me on my they were bit, we were very calm, demure. Your fans are like, see, Bob ain't shit. Bob is a dumb bitch. I told y'all Bob is a gaslighting this bitch. Honestly, I don't know how Monet even does this podcast. Monet, move on. Move on with your life, Monet. You don't need people like Bob in your life, honestly, realistically. I'm, I can't listen to the podcast anymore because of Bob. It's getting too wild. <laughs> it's actually bad for my mental health. And my friends are kind of like, "Oh, girl, this is... <laughs> so we were, like, playing it cool. But then when that poll had dropped... Boy, please, I can't. And then I go into poll and I see that you and Jacob have voted for your name. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Jacob voted for n- neither of us. And then I voted for um uh for for me that was not jacob now just so you know you can also vote you can vote for all three of them so you have access you could have voted anytime but you wanted but i wouldn't to. because on the master account i'm going to not be shady and vote for jacob was at least trying to be diplomatic and here comes old um, um bob trump gonna vote for himself okay just so you know every presidential candidate votes they all do and they all vote for themselves. That's not that's not shady. You have the opportunity. Say, you can still vote you, to this moment. You can still go in there and vote. Still, and you know, and each time you vote for yourself on the master account, it counts as a hundred votes. I have heard that's, that. That's, you better shut the hell. That's not true. Um, but anyway, it's not not true. With that being said, um, oh wait, also, I would, I'm not there. Does Jacob have a microphone set up for himself? Because the fans have been like, oh my god, Jacob has a microphone. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Um, Jacob's not a microphone, but what we can—oh, oh—it sounds good. Yeah, because I realized what you could do, Jacob, is you could just—I I just realized this. Actually, we'll talk about this. This is probably boring. They don't want to hear this. Subtitles, this microphone talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're back with um, advisory. So, are you going okay, comment Mon- on my drop- tattoo? You gonna ask me about my tattoo? Oh, sorry, we talked about it before. So I forgot, I forgot that we hadn't talked about it because Monday night we get on the live, we get online or or on this thing we talk and we forget what we were even talking about before and after. So. Monet went to Atlanta, my hometown. Probably didn't even call my mom. Did you call my mom? I forgot. Monet, I have literally never gone to St. Lucia and not called your mom. (laughs) shut the fuck up. (laughs) I have never gone to Saint Lucia and not let your mom know. That is so shady. I mean, what about you, Bob? Last time when you were in Atlanta, did you visit your mom? Did you go say hi to her? I talked to my mother on the phone every single day. And but did I did you not... visit her when you went to Atlanta? The well, last I'm going to tell went. you. I'm going to tell you what happened. I did not visit her in person because I was afraid with Omicron going around. I didn't, and I had to go to the studio every day. So instead, what I did was I was talked to my mom on the phone every night. We watched Drag Race together on Facebook. also, let me see what my mom did. So we we watched Drag Race together on on Facebook. <laughs> Messenger, and she goes, uh, Chris, how can your aunt watch? How can you make a video with all three of us? So I made a Facebook room with me, my mom, my aunt. And then my mom just turned the phone around and started filming the TV. And my aunt watched Drag Race, the first episode, through the TV, through oh Messenger. God. I was like, this is so country. But at least I was like, this is the country's mess. So now I was not able to see my mom in person because my mom is at risk. I didn't go over to her house, but we did speak every single day when I was there yeah i'm really bad at that i mean you know this i talk to my mom like every two weeks and she's very annoyed by that i'm I'm very bad at calling fam apartments.com has helped millions of renters and could help you find your perfect place You have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Can you also um, please let everyone know why we're back to doing advisory? Oh, yeah. So we're back to the advisory because doing pit stop and doing um, uh, washery is too much. It's too much. I cannot handle doing both, Bob. I can't have up doing both. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. You know what? So I'm just going to do... That's her story. She's sticking to it. It was too much? <laughs> oh, my God. Bob, do not please stop the extra <laughs> ridiculous. Stuff. Uh, now, I, I, I want to point out that now a lot of fans online are are starting to wonder why RuPaul unfollowed you. Do you have Do you have <laughs> Okay, and let's also set that straight. Okay, y'all, this podcast, we joke around and say dumb shit. Ru- <laughs> we, Bob started that last episode, and everyone was like, oh my God, I want to know what mode they did. RuPaul never followed me. It was just <laughs> a stupid joke. RuPaul, I don't know who, he don't, I don't know RuPaul's never followed me. Does RuPaul follow you? No, RuPaul doesn't follow any of the girls. RuPaul doesn't, doesn't follow, follow anybody. Right? any of us, girl. No, RuPaul doesn't follow yeah. us. Bob, the amount of, on the, between Instagram and Twitter, they're like, oh, my God, what happened? I'm like, RuPaul never followed me. He never followed me. That shit to be so big. Everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, because they were all going to check. They're like, wow, RuPaul really doesn't follow Monet anymore. <laughs> you are, Bob, you are the biggest shit-stirrer <laughs> and fire starter. You are just, you are said, such a shit-stirrer. They said, wow, RuPaul really unfollowed Monet? What's going on? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> I was like, y'all are wild. I was kidding. I thought I can't. it was cl- I thought it was clear that I was kidding. I thought it was too, but apparently it wasn't. Also, so here's my tattoo. Oh yeah, so it's it's a koi fish, you said. I need to Google what yeah, a, koi- a koi I need to Google what a koi fish is. It's a koi fish and a dragon and a dragonfly and like a tree, it was pretty Maya Bailey, is it just I like, a, is, really it just like a, is it just like a just like a shy little fish, like a little koi fish. No, koi fish, um, because I'm a Pisces. So I so I have this space left. So I'm gonna do probably another one here. Because, you know, Pisces, fish, etc. Um, I don't know you were so in a zodiac. I don't know you you was like that. I'm really not. I really Bob, you know me. After my second tattoo, I've said many times they don't have meaning. He just asked, I I literally went to him with no concept. He was like, So what's so, so what you thinking today? I was like, uh, I don't know. He was like, anything? I was like, um, maybe a fish. He's like, okay, I can do a fish, koi fish. I was like, oh yeah, I love koi fish. They're really pretty, the, like apples. I love koi fish, like I love apples. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he just, so he just sketches it freehand. Bob, you need to go get a tattoo from Maya. You will love him. You will, okay. Maya I'm, is so great. I'm not avoiding. I'm not avoiding Maya. Work. So we are back to doing advisory. So just so you all yes. know, we are doing a peaceful transition of power. Um, we will be releasing her first impressions on my page. Mm-hmm. But we will be releasing it early on the Sibling Rivalry Patreon in full. And then we'll be releasing an edited down version. My first guest is going to be Miss Heidi in Closet. And I'll be getting Yantini. Uh, and I'll be getting guests as I go. So, um, as you heard, Monet uh, cannot handle uh, doing... Um, it's too much. 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 Sorry, um, yeah. So, I I can't... <laughs> Let's 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 give some advice. Let's get into <laughs> advice. Wait, so the oh the first one's audio. So Jacob, how are we playing it? Are you gonna play it? Got it. And as a reminder to you all, a, a, before we get into this, I want to remind you all that Monet and I are not experts in relationships. We're not experts in health, fitness, love. Oh, well, hold on, Jacob. Uh, we are just professional drag queens who are who are very funny and who are uh, good friends with each other. So take all of this advice with a grain of salt. This is advice you certainly yes. should not be taking. All right, what's our first uh, our first audio? It's an audio one. Jacob's going to play it. Hi, Bobby Monet. I am Braxton, a Patreon subscriber from Michigan. And I just want to know, how do you deal with self-discipline, self-control, and just holding yourself accountable in general? Because I don't know if it's my ADHD or my Gemini moon just wreaking havoc, but I just cannot seem to stick to any goals or plans or just anything really. So do you have any advice oh you want to start you want to take this one first yeah, i'll get started you know so i have things that i'm i i like i celebrate i like to celebrate my victories i'm really into celebrating my victories the things i nailed the things i'm good at i celebrate that and we're all going to fall short of our goals in time honestly just don't beat yourself up over it like just it's okay it's it's fine you didn't you know reach that one goal baby it's gonna be okay There are times where I was like, I was like in this little fitness moment. I was like, I'm about to be so fit. The children are going to gag. And I was really nailing it. And then my, my focus shifted and I started doing all this career oriented stuff. And then I let my, my physical fitness slide away. And sometimes, you know, sometimes we're like Monet. We can't do pit stop and (laughs) I can't do fitness and (laughs) my career at the same time. So once, so, so, um, but I'm celebrating what I'm doing right now. I'm celebrating my my accomplishments in my career. And then I'll pick back up with the fitness stuff when I can or, or relationship stuff or or uh, hobbies or or interests or learning a language. I'll just pick them up when I can. Just celebrate what you're good at, in my opinion, and just try to give yourself the discipline that you think um, is appropriate. Yeah, I agree. And also, um, I agree with all Bob said. But also, I think because the two of us are self-employed small businesses like we are like we we staying motivated for for me is half the battle like getting shit done i need to do is such a struggle sometimes because you have to you really it really is all false to you like you don't have a boss telling you hey if you don't do this thing you're gonna get fired you have to stay motivated a lot and i have a lot of trouble with that so like bob said i give myself small tasks to do throughout the week like if i want if like for example this is a big one i've been trying to get a storage unit here in la because drag no matter how much space you have drag just keeps on fucking multiplying it just keeps on taking up your life and it's like what am i gonna do so for like literally two weeks, I've been trying to not even. To, I'm I'm really re- being very gracious for like two months. I've been trying to. <coughs> wow, yeah, that was really get- uh, <laughs> for like a couple of hours now. It's been fully <laughs> just number four. <laughs> So this weekend, I was like, this week I was like, you know what? Stop the bullshit. I'm going to set small goals. So on Monday, I called. I got the space. <clears throat> Um, on Wednesday, I started bringing a piece here and piece there, and now I'm like almost three quarters of the way through. Like I started just bringing things gradually, as opposed to like, because initially I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna get the storage unit and move everything in there and set, and get a rack and set it up. I was like, no, just do. Set small little benchmarks, small little goals to get it done, and it may take you longer. But I feel like that when you when you when you see things start to start to get a little clearer and a little neater in my in my in my situation, you start to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Where just thinking about the big picture and try to get the big picture done immediately can be very overwhelming and to me, stop me from completing the task. So I think starting, just set small little goals and small Mm -hmm. benchmarks for yourself to to help yourself get motivated and stay motivated. I agree. That is very good. Also, Monet, part of me wants to venture on this idea with you, but part of me is like, it's so unnecessary. But the other part of my head is like, if if we do this, I think our productivity will go up so much. What? I'm thinking to myself, like, if you and I got a brick and mortar... Like if you and I got a a space that was storefront. like a storefront that was like, uh, yeah, brick and mortar is like, is like a, a, a building, a storefront um, that had like a podcasting studio, some storage, some dressing rooms, and even like a small little merchandise store in the front. Like, and we went into the office every day. Like, would my productivity be like through the fucking roof? Would I resent it? Would I never go? Like, what would that even look like? You know what I mean? I don't know, but I'm saying for what I'm paying for the storage unit, bitch, I should be putting it towards a storefront as opposed to just a place to store my shit. What are you paying? Type it in in the Facebook chat. What are you paying? We can just bleep it out. I'm paying... Oh my God, how big is it? It's 12 by 12. Oh, my God, girl. Okay, my surgery, I'm not afraid to say mine. Mine is like $300, and it is massive. It's huge. It's in its in Burbank. Where are you, where are you renting? Oh, see, mine is, are you mine is right Hills? by me. Mine is right by me. Oh, no, girl. I'm in Burbank. Take your shit to Burbank. <laughs> Take your shit out <laughs> to fucking Burbank, girl. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. But I think maybe getting a storefront will be great, so we can have our podcasting set up and also a place to put all of our shit. But the thing is, I don't want to... Cause you're gonna start stealing my stuff, bitch! I don't want your fucking shit. I do not want <laughs> your drag. All with, with all, I will look, look at. I will look at a, a video. You go. You go. You gonna have a, a little Monet outfit on. I'll be like, oh. Last okay. thing I want is a leotard that's all loose in the booty, <laughs> sag <laughs> sagging off the ass. One time I wore Monet's leotard in um Paris and Worth the world, bitch. The way that shit was said. <laughs> Sagging what it should have been a wagon. I was like, this is wild. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I for you, my dear friend, I say setting small benchmarks, small goals that you can accomplish that will make the big one small and small and small. And that was so so whether that's dieting, maybe if you if you your motivation is to go to the gym and you're like, that seems crazy. Maybe you can download a thing to start doing small workouts at home. And then when you start getting comfortable with those, you're like, Oh, I, I can I can do more, I can run, I can like, setting small things to help you g- get to the bigger picture, I think, is always Do you think you and I should get a little storefront? I mean, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, what would our, what would be the benefit? Why should we do it? Would it be worth it? You know what I mean? I think, yeah, I think it can, kind of like Willems, we can have a place where we can have a full, like, um. A studio, things, like a YouTube things. studio and everything. Yeah, like, yeah, honestly. We'll think about it. We'll think we we about can it. both use it. Yeah, right? We'll think about it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I also spent all this fucking money for the studio you're fucking sitting in. Just move it. You can just move it over there. And then then you'll pay for half of it. Oh, oh, none of the hell I won't. Then we will not be moving anything. We'll be buying new (laughs) stuff. Play the next clip. Bob, what advice you got for the school kids like me that took AP classes in high school like it was their whole personality? Oh, I I think this is because I tweeted out a while back that uh, I was like, people who took AP uh, in high school really made it their whole. (laughs) Really? It was like, they really made that their S. Like, it was, you know how AP folks were. I wait, my school didn't have AP. Bitch, I went to art school. We didn't have AP classes. No? Advanced placement? No, we did not. I mean, uh, well, okay, let me, maybe we did the people i hung out with were not in AP classes. So if, <laughs> my friends was in AP classes. If you live outside of America, I don't know if they what they call it in other places, but it's called AP is advanced play. They are just really they're basically college courses for high school kids. You can also apply them yeah. toward college college credit sometimes right. yes, yeah. sometimes not, but they're just really really hard classes for high school kids to take. And I was like yeah. the people who were in it were like the the people in high school who had um ap classes act like the way people with air fryers act today you know how people with air fryers act there's a, there's a clip online was this woman and it was like pov uh you're someone you you don't own an air fryer like you're talking to someone with an air fryer she was like does someone who doesn't own an air fryer just speak to me <laughs> <laughs> i will say i love my air fryer it's great i can make i can make crispy tender salmon in like 10 minutes. The same with I just made some chicken fries in my air fryer. The chicken thighs in my air fryer the other day, they were delicious. Uh were I have I I never I've never tried an air fryer, but people who have them really they do not be joking around. I did in college have an Express 101. This was one of the best I stand by this. The Express 101 is one of the best like kitchen appliances that's ever been sold anywhere. It is the Brilliant. George Foreman grill, bitch, would like to have a world. you. know with what? You. I'm going to do it. Jacob, we're going to order an Express 101. We're going to do a YouTube video bringing back the Express 101. This thing was amazing. Um, if I cook an Express 101, will you come over and try the food I'm making? For the 49th time, bitch, my name is not Monet. My name is Monet. Oh, Please. My, I have an accent, Monet. What do you want? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so ap classes um how, how how can he distinguish himself from his ap class <laughs> i don't know i, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like he's just being sassy but i uh, mean uh mary it was high school i was talking to someone the other day online and, and they were like uh it was someone from like i mean, i can't remember as well but someone was like you've changed and it was someone i knew my freshman year of college i was like bitch i am 35 when you met me i was 18 year i was an 18 year old alcoholic failing out of college Yes, I've changed. Yes, I should hope that the person you're talking to now is not. If anyone, don't be proud of being the same you were in when you were 18. If you're in your mid 30s, that is not. Don't don't be like, yeah, I've been the same the whole time. Bitch, grow up. (laughs) Damn, uh... (laughs) not bitch, grow up. Bitch, I'm busy. That's a really good Priyanka song. Bitch, I'm busy is a good song. Honestly, Priyanka. Really. The way she, she her whole reign was immaculate. I mean, it was fucking immaculate. The the videos, the costumes, the photo shoots, the step-down look. Yeah. The video to go with the step-down look, the humor. Great. Ten out of ten. Really fucking did it. All right. Here we go. Hi, Bob and Monet. Um, so you two are very confident people, so I'm just wondering if you have ever faced imposter syndrome, and if you did, how did y'all deal with it? Thank you. Just to, I want to read the definition of imposter syndrome for myself and also anyone else who doesn't know the exact, like I kind of think I know what it is, I want to, imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. Work. There's also a really great restaurant, um in uh, LA called Impasta and it's a vegan pasta place and it's so good. It is so I had, good. I went to a place called Crossroads in, in in West Hollywood with all vegan food. Again, really good. LA LA really has some good vegan stuff. The, the other day I thought I ordered Jacob some vegan food and I fully fed him. God. I fully fed him chicken. Jacob ate chicken. you fed Jacob chicken? Jacob what happened? He it vegan. And I, so did you like, did you, did it like upset your stomach? Did you throw up? I didn't realize until I went to order. I was like, this is really good vegan chicken. I went to work from the same place and it was totally not. But, but also in my, okay, there's no defense and I apologize profusely. Uh, I went to the website and the first thing on the website was this one dish and it was like vegan meat. And I was like, oh, this is great. It's vegan. I, and I was like, I was like, I think it was, ve- it was, it was vegan. And then I offered it, I double checked. I went to the website and it was the first thing it says is plant-based option, plant-based whatever. Mm. Um and then, but also, so but Jacob's 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 taking it in stride, and you know, J- Jacob will uh yeah. Jake I will say Jacob will, I don't know if Jacob wants me to say this on, on the podcast or not, but Jacob has um unvegan uh for or unveggied for my family's when he goes back to Atlanta, because my family won't cook, they won't, they will not. I don't think my family gets what vegan or vegetarian, like, they don't get it. Like, like they'll be like, oh, Jacob's vegan. They'll be like, oh, so you'll eat chicken, right? <laughs> that's how, that's, I was, I was trying to explain that to Andy about, you know, because Andy's sober. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so... In in every If you're West Indian, y'all know this. West Indians, like, alcohol and drinking is just so much a part of the culture. Like, you go to people's houses, and you are offered a drink. It's just, it's baked into the culture. Can I just say that no matter where you go in the world, no matter where you go in the world, someone there goes, oh, in Ireland, we drink. Oh, baby. In Wisconsin, we drink, honey. Oh, it's not that. In Brooklyn, we drink, baby. No, it's not that. So I told Andy, so when you, like, when you, like meet my family in Saint Lucia, like, I told him, like, the first day, my mom is going to be very confused. Because she, she's going to offer you a drink. and going to say, no, I'm sober. She's going to be like, well, and what is that? Like, and, but, like, after, like, the first day or two, then she'll become protective about it. Because, again, family's going to come over. They're going to offer him a drink. And and I, I'm telling it's exactly how it's going to play out. And then she's going to be like, oh, no, he doesn't drink. And then, then she'll start to be, like, very, like, mama bear. Like, don't offer him any alcohol. He don't drink. So, so but I'm sober, so you'll have wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to answer the question about imposter syndrome, absolutely, I definitely identify with that feeling of imposter syndrome. Like I feel like one day like it's just gonna unravel like well for me myself, like I'm like, why am I here? Do I really deserve this? Have I really worked that hard? And I definitely have those feelings and I think that's normal I think for people because I mean I don't want to toot my own horn but it says here that it disproportionately affects high achieving people. So, if you're feeling that way baby, you're probably high achieving and I think there's always that fear that you aren't good enough and what you and where you are and what you've gotten that you're not worthy of it. And I don't think that's a that's a that's a strange thing for people to have. I definitely have it at times. And I think it's just working through like no, I am worthy of what I have. I worked hard to get there. And um, and I'm not an imposter. I'm motherfucking Monet. You How know, that, you, Roberto. Yeah, no, that's true. And especially when you're, it's like when you're, Oh, man, it can be so tough when you're in the moment or you're trying to like do something. Like for example, I'm here doing this this wedding gig, and I, there was a moment where I kept thinking to myself like, I don't, I, I'm gonna be doing like some comedy about this couple that I that I just met today, and I'm doing the comedy tomorrow, and I'm but I I have let me try now. I have written comedy for myself for dozens of people it is almost always it's it's always funny it, it always lands but in my head i'm just like i remember being in hotel today being like man i wish i could sing because if i could sing i would just go there and sing a song and but that's also invalidating what singers go through but in my head i was like bitch, if i could sing i would just fucking bring a track bust out a song and fucking scoot and they would just be obsessed because i was singing so well and um but I'm like, i don't have to write this fucking write these jokes but these people i don't know yada 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 um and what they think is funny but i gotta say like it, when you rely on what you know about yourself that's why i said celebrate what i'm good at I just rely on what i know about myself i know i know that i'm funny i mean is i mean but was, does everyone think i'm funny probably not i mean everyone doesn't even there are people in this world who don't think selene Beyond can sing so if there, right. <laughs> can you imagine there are people in this world who think so i have an aunt who who says that beyonce can't sing so listen if i have an aunt that thinks Beyonce can't sing there is probably going to be someone out there who thinks that I'm not that I'm not funny, but I know. Oh, yeah. But I can rely on my experiences as a comedian, um, getting me this far in life, and my jokes have gotten me all the way here. You know what I mean? I'm telling you that in college. And I know all all singers. Amber Riley was talking about this on her TikTok the other day. She was like, "No matter if it's one person, ten people, a thousand people, ten million people, she's like, I always get nervous, and there's always a part of me that thinks that I don't sound good, and I'm gonna, like, flop." Like she is like, and I I, I in college, like that used that shit used to cripple me. No matter how much I will be re- I will be take I will be doing voice lessons all week and. Practicing and doing my bit and sounding so good when I see my voice teacher, but we would have these these things called studio class. And every time I was like, I'm gonna get up there, I'm gonna sound like a fucking frog, and I'm gonna they're gonna find out that I really can't sing and then like send me home. Like it, used to, it, used to, it was like a crippling feeling every time we had studio class. How did you, you so overcome I it? it? I overcome it. I overcame it by knowing I was like, listen, if I, I I'm putting in the time to practice and I sound good in the practice room, I was like, I can't let that fear that I'm gonna crumble in front of everyone stop me. I was like, I was like, if it happens. Bitch, it happens, but yeah. I'm gonna go out there and sing and use a technique that I've been practicing and paying 52000 dollars a year for carrying me through a studio class. Must be nice. It might be nice. <laughs> I'm trying to get like you, my boy. <laughs> um Yeah, and I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to pay them off. Biden, forgive my shit. How about that? I um I singing is nerve-wracking. I did I tell say that saying for uh Ezra's family? Like when you went for christmas so ezra's a musician and ezra's never really like sang for his like really really sang for them and i was like ezra you should sing ezra's dad was like you should do a, a talent show you and your uh cousin should do a talent show and they were like yeah and i was like ezra it'd be it'd be fun and i was like ezra if, if his cousin his young cousin named Cam, uh, camila who is so sweet and really confident this amazing girl she um she was like a little bit nervous and I was like, Ezra, if you do it, it'll convince Camila to get up there and do something too. Mm-hmm. And then and but Ezra needed convincing and I was like, you know what? I'll sing. So I say sang, I say sang I sang, have yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Uh for Ezra's family to give to to like encourage Ezra to sing his songs for his family. But also it's different when you know you can't sing. Like I had nothing riding yeah. on it. Like if these people don't think I can sing, I'd be like, bitch, I don't think I can sing either. <laughs> You know, can I say, looking at this thing and seeing, like, this microphone on my thing, I was like, I want, like, a little, a simple little sternum piece tattoo. What? Years ago, I told you I was going to get lines on my neck. I was going to get a neck piece. You're like, what? I was like, I think just want, like, a line coming down. And then maybe going down the side. You were like, ew. And then you are sitting here being like, oh, I think I want, like, a little piece coming down. I don't want, First, I never said the word line. I never said neck. I never said those two main, the two biggest words in what you're getting. Well, I'm looking at where the getting, mic is. It's your, st- your sternum going oh, no, up said, in- Okay, your sternum is not, bitch, your sternum is not up here. Your sternum is here. This is your sternum. I know where a sternum is, Mary. Apparently you don't. Penny. <laughs> All right, shall we go into the next one, Jacob? Are there any more audio or the rest text? The text. Okay, I'll read the first one. All right. Dear Bob and Monet, I like this guy, but I asked him out to the homecoming dance at my school. He said he wants to think about it. Do you think I have a shot with him? No. Question mark. No. You don't, yeah, no, yeah. If you really wanted to go, it'd have been like absolutely. Like I'm, I'm trying to think if hi, in high school or whatever, if someone that you really like asked you to do something. Unless you were really nervous that you would fuck it up, that could be a thing. But maybe he's like, I really like him, but I don't want to. I can't dance, and um, and I everyone doesn't know I'm gay, or I don't know this person. I, I'm I'm guessing their are queer. Look at me, just just assuming. Um, there may be factors why he said thing, why they said thing about it. I mean, there could be an option. There is a chance that maybe. This guy has multiple uh, suitors, and he's weighing the odds. Right. But I know that me, personally, I do not like to feel uneasy. I don't want to be guessing. I don't want to guess if you like me. People who are like, does he like me? That shit, I, I don't have the emotional capacity to tangle with someone No, trying to guess if they like me. I need to know up front. Do you like me? Checkbox yes or no, my nigga. You know what I mean? And I think but that if you feel, dating. And, I, and I think if for you, that's you. That's that's part of your dating. That's never been part of my dating. I've never. No one dating. I mean, like, like in high school, like Bob in high school is. This is not. They're not adults. This is high school. High school. I think that's part of the thing in high school. Like again, for your you, kid. You're, you're, that is your. You you there so are much, people. There are people who know but, they like each other. Sh- sure, but for the majority of high school, I think a lot of people who went to high school slash are in high school can identify with feelings of those butterflies like because you're still trying to you're still discovering who you are you don't you don't quite know exactly all the things you like how you how, how what like what attracts people to you what you attract people i think that in high school you're growing to figure what that is so i don't think it's weird to to be like i don't know if this guy likes me and i, I that 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 feeling is not strange for people in high school for young people speak for yourself when i had two girlfriends in high school and there was never a time where me and either of my girlfriends were like do we do we like I don't know if we – Well, you? well you, y'all became girlfriend and boyfriend, so y'all – of course you knew that. But this person, they're not boyfriend and girlfriend. They're trying to see if this person does like them. They're they, So that's why – this person didn't say, hey, be my boyfriend. They say, do you want to go to the dance together? And then from the person saying yes or no to that, you can decipher, well, I guess that person likes me. Like they're trying to figure that out. All I'm saying is I don't like to guess if people like me. I've never liked this. Not since I was in high school. I don't like to feel insecure on the person that I'm that I'm dating or on a like, for example, years ago, I went on a date with uh Thorgy's roommate. Who oh. cute really cute brown guy. And I had another situation like this where I went on this date with this other guy, they're almost the exact same date. I went on a date with this other guy that that uh was good friends with Mila Jam. He's like this like I remember this. He was like this like I think I think he was like this like really, Um Um, um, um. i wasn't gonna say his name but damn he's so he's actually really really cute anyway so on the date on the date (laughs) beep out his name because this is not gonna show him the good life why on the date they both at one point on, on different dates were like i'm not into you they said that with words with like in no unclear terms Okay, what did they say? Did they say, I'm not into you? It was like, it was like, while on the day, they were like, you know, um, I this, i am not, this is just, this is just a little hangout because I'm not interested. Like, in so many words. Got it. Okay. So, as soon as I heard that, I was like, <laughs> what, like, because one time we were at, we were at this Thai restaurant in Hell's Kitchen, me and um, Mila's friend, and, and the other time we we were at uh, me and thirty roommate were down at uh uh, uh rice to riches on the lower east side, and uh, I'm sitting here like buying this nigga fucking we're, I'm eating rice pudding like an asshole looking at this guy who's like, <laughs> this is nothing, <laughs> this will never be anything, and I'm fucking eating rice pudding like a dumb bitch, this will <laughs> never happen <laughs> ever, uh, broke people should never, <laughs> broke people should never laugh. And i was like oh my god and i hate that feeling so much it's such a and i've been in that situation before i don't like it i need to know up front if the person likes me i don't i don't want i don't wanna play games i'm not gonna call you i'm not gonna I mean, i'll call you but i'm not gonna like call wait for you to call then call you and then i don't want to text a lot so i'm gonna text you i mean i want to text you call you when i want to call you and if and if we don't like each other like like those two let me know up front it's not it's not gonna ha- it will it will never happen for you like like uh right. like, like like uh what's that. Juilliard told that little Axel kid on TikTok. You ever seen this kid? No. This is a kid on TikTok who, who, who was like didn't get accepted to Juilliard, and then all of his fans like stormed Juilliard's Instagram, gave them one-star reviews on Yelp, being like, "You need to let Axel in." I cannot believe you guys did not let Axel in. Flooding. He got an interview with Inside, um, Inside Edition. Uh, Charlie, oh Puth, my god! Charlie Puth was like, "It's okay, the power buddy." Of TikTok. Jeremy O'Harris was like, "It's not a big deal." People get rejected all the time, and I was like, "Why is it?" What I'm the power of TikTok girl, girl, truly, truly. Um, yeah, okay, but yeah, Bob, but you—that's you, when you're a grown adult. You're a full functional adult, paying for your paying your own rent, taking people out on dates. Yeah that's that's a different situation, I think this person in high school, I think it's okay to figure that out in high school. And I think that again, you're finding out what you like and asking someone to a dance is a perfect step to find out if the person's into them. And so they're asking for advice. If the person said, I'll think about it. I, I, to me, that's not a no. Maybe the person, other people have asked them other people that that they're interested in. Mm -hmm. So them saying, think about it. I think that's a maybe, but to me, leaning on the side of not interested. I think it's it's also, I don't know. I think it's also okay to set a boundary for yourself. That you don't that, yeah. that you don't have to be someone's second choice, that you don't have to uh, let someone gather their thoughts. I mean, it might limit your who who you have who you hook up with or date or go on dances with or or share lollipops with or whatever high school kids do. Uh, but you don't bitch, have Bitch, have you seen Euphoria? That's what kids are doing a lot. <laughs> well, we know, bitch, euphoria ain't got shit on Monet in middle school. Let's get that clear. <laughs> bitch, if if Rue. If Ruth saw what Monet was doing in 7th grade, she'd be like, oh, I said goddamn." <laughs> <laughs> but we thought you for your was crazy. This is shit. Well. <laughs> um, but anyway, so it's okay to be like, I you know what? You can get your life together. I but that's just that's just how I roll. That's just me. What do I know? What do I know? I'll read the next one. Dear Bob and Monet, my boyfriend just moved to the new city my boyfriend, I think it's my boyfriend and I just moved to a new city and we decided to stay together. Here it is. Let's go back. Dear Bob Monet, my boyfriend just moved to a new city and we've decided to stay together. I love him very much, but long distance is just hard. I feel like mm. we should be talking more, but sometimes there's just nothing to talk about. I also find phone sex to just kind of be awkward. We're gay and open, but there's but we're still struggling to connect um, sexually over the distance gap. Any tips for keeping up with a good long distance relationship? Sincerely, Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> Jacob. Um, so I mean, the thing we're gay and open, as in like they're an open relationship. I'm assuming what they mean. They, I mean, like we're open yeah. to new stuff. I think, yeah. Um, yeah. You, you go at this one first. No, I feel like long distance relationships are bullshit. I don't believe in it. I don't. I don't believe in long distance relationships. Have people made them work? Sure. For me, no. I. I mean, I just don't. Well. I think your situation is a little different because y'all were together. I'm assuming for a good chunk of time. Um, that's when there's So you guys have had a chance, but it doesn't seem like that because if you if a couple is together for a long time, like for example, if you and Jacob were long distance now, y'all have been together for three going on four years. Like y'all, there's so much that y'all have connected ab- with about and so much y'all know about each other. Keeping a connection over distance would not be an issue, but this seems like maybe. It was new-ish than they are long-distance. And I feel like setting up that connection, is it possible? Sure. For me, I don't believe in it. Bitch, chop it. Get a new boyfriend. I disagree completely. Jacob and I had only been dating for a few months, for about four or five months when I moved to New York City. And Jacob and I were long-distance for a couple months after that. And there were times... Like two... I said a couple of months. I didn't say a couple of years. You're right, I said a couple of a, months. A, a couple It's not is like you. Not like, not like you and your two weeks to uh, to two months situation. But um, also, you traveled for work. Didn't you go? You went to you went over there in the midst of y'all being separated, like no. in, in the in the distance. No, Jacob can confirm or deny. Jacob said yes, you did. I didn't go to. I didn't. I did not go back to Berkeley. But you saw him. When no Jacob came to Jacob came to New York City once, but I did, I did not go to so whatever you saw each other. Okay, all, all I said was I didn't go to Berkeley. Anyway, um, and the and this person just moved; they're probably gonna see each other. But anyway, what what I'm getting at is, and also not to mention that Ezra and I were long distance for a very for like over a year, over a year. Ezra and I were long distance. Um, and there are also times where me and Jacob, okay. So here's the thing: Jacob and I do not like sit on the phone and c- c- cackle for hours. Jacob and I call each other, and then for like 10 minutes, we like catch up on some memes, some work, some, uh, we say we love you, we laugh about things, we we share things that we're interested in right now, but Jacob and like I. now? To this day. Jacob and yeah. I, uh, but uh, e- even at the time, Jacob and I, we did not spend like hours and hours talking on the Which is so phone. crazy, because anyone knows Bob is a phone person. Bob would be on, I uh, Bob would be on the phone with somebody for three hours. That's so crazy to me. It's just that, j- that Jacob and I's relationship was never like us just sitting on the phone, like on the edge of the bed with your feet. You know, dangling, like, you know, when you're, when you're behind your you. You turn every situation into a fucking brandy of uh, sitting up in my room Skip <laughs> <laughs> Everything is that cutesy cuddly vibe. You can but talk phone somebody else. But also, hour. that's how different relationships involve different people. For example, I have friends like me and you, we talk on the phone, but me and Alfredo, we don't want to talk on the phone. But me and Alfredo are really good friends. We just don't, we just, we just not the kind of, kind of like hang out and like talk on the phone for a long time. We have very short phone conversations and then we're, we're done. Me and Mateo have a long, mm-hmm. me and Nick have a long conversation me and Patty. Um, you know, I think it's just about how people, different people's dynamics are. I think that it is possible to have a long distance relationship. I've seen a lot of really successful long distance relationships work out. Um, and I think that, um, you know, I think that for the, like for me and Ezra's dynamic, for whatever reason, we talked on the phone more than me and Jacob did when we were long distance, but maybe that's just cause that's what I, that's what that specific relationship needed. And Jacob and I, um, maybe because Jacob and I had more time established together for like four to five months as a couple, we didn't really need it so much. Um, but we were, but when Jacob moved in, it was lovely and we were apart. It was lovely. And when we lived together again, after, um, Being apart, it was lovely as well. Jacob came to visit once and was like, "Oh, I think I'll move here." I think if you feel like dating long distance cannot work for you, um, then maybe it's time to move on. Um, But for me, I've done it twice, and 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 they both led to um, very strong relationships. Yes, you saying twice? I mean, I I guess I guess you're counting you and Jacob as long distance, but I don't feel that because I. I mean, I'm not in your relationship, obviously, but I just don't feel like it was like a long distance like that. Well, wow, you, you better use your experience to qualify what my relationship was. You better go <laughs> off one Y'all were together for five months, separate for two and then Jacob moved to New York. First my tooth. Like, that's not first long my distance. tooth, then my relationship. What else for do you want to decide for me? <laughs> um, I again, I do think long distance can okay, you're you're asking for advice how you how you can connect sexually over the distance gap. I think something that we are planning on maybe doing for sip they didn't just say yes, sexually. Yes, it did. We are gay and open. We're struggling to connect sexually over the oh. distance gap. Oh, you don't. Okay, you don't. You also don't need to connect sexually if you're. If if. if I but mean, he, that's what he wants. I don't, I'm, I'm giving. They, one, I'm giving, did, Are we? We saying he is it. Is it he? Oh, yeah, my boyfriend. But uh... we don't know. This could be a yeah. woman. We have. We have no clue. That's what I'm saying. So let's let's say they. Let's let's use they pronouns. We don't know who they are. Oh, it's, it's a gay couple. Oh, it's two guys. Okay. Well, you give your advice first, and I'll give mine about the sexuality stuff. So um sexual sexually if you're trying to connect sexually maybe i would advise getting toys um they have these little these little butt thingies you can put them in vaginas as well i'm assuming but uh, you there you can get a little butt vibrator situation where you 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 guys buy it and whoever wants to put in their booty and one has the control and maybe that's like a fun toy that, that you guys can connect with over the distance that you guys can play around with and how that can percolate your sexual desires um maybe trying there are there's a good one i forget what it's called it's called uh, fun loops or is it's this board game for couples for distance couple for long distance couples and you guys both get this piece and you guys play together and you can you guys can, you guys can explore sexual things in that way but yeah there are there are fun games and toys you can buy that can help you connect though you're um long distance i am not gonna i i have a sneaking suspicion that jacob does not want me to talk about our how, how we kept things spicy. Jacob, can you confirm or deny any of this that I'm saying? What is Jacob? Saying? Jacob Bob is assuming that you do not want to to talk about you guys' sexual long distance proclivities. Is that correct? Okay. You said you can't So agree with you. so something that Jacob and I did to 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 stay connected, we did like a phone sex thing, like once or twice video thing, but honestly what Jacob and I did mostly and it really worked for us was if we hooked up with other guys, we would just tell each other about it. And that was that was fun sexually to hear about Jacob's exploits, for him to hear about mine. We would just give very serious de- graphic details about what we did with the person. So if you so if you fucked my boyfriend when I was in New York City, I found out about it. I found out. <laughs> but, but do not say that you held Jacob's hand, because then Bob would not be able to take it. <laughs> And I said, <laughs> no PDA. I, said, I said, I have a hard time holding hands. You, you can hold Jacob's hand all, all day. um, But so, so, J- so Jacob and I would, would talk about what we did with other people and we found that really exciting. And if you guys, you said you're open. If, if you find that interesting or exciting or sexy, I say, give that a shot because you're getting to have sexy talk and talking about sex. Um, That was really, really fun. For me so give it a shot Vanessa. also and so, some some people might also be into filming like if you are hooked up with someone and they're okay with you filming like film it and then send it to your partner if you guys are into that and they be can like it. careful with what you film and put on the internet let me tell you right now once it is on the internet it is practically Forever. never not there let me say that one more time i'm gonna say that one more time what you put on the internet it basically never leaves and if someone wants to hard like if someone tries hard enough they can find it it's just about how and put an and put an nft on it yeah yeah it's just about how bad someone wants and how skilled they are at finding those things so yeah. i'm gonna throw that out there will you ever retire from drag i don't know the answer to that question oh, i don't know where my career is gonna go let me rephrase that let me rephrase that will you ever retire, will you from retire? Drag? <laughs> i knew i saw it coming a mile away Sorry. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's do the next. Let's, let's get to the next one. Right, it's my turn to read. Go. Dear Bob and Monang, my white boyfriend is really into long, complicated, boring-ass board <laughs> games. I've been going to board game nights with him and his friends, but they're low-key the worst. I want to hang out with his friends, but like these board games are bad, bad. I still want to be present and meet his friends, but I don't feel like it's fair to hijack the night and make everybody play a game I like. What do I do? Sincerely stranded on Catan. <laughs> did, did, did Patty write this about our video game group? <laughs> <laughs> so you know I don't I don't I don't usually play a lot of board games and Jacob is like uh, okay so my partners are very they have very different interests than I do. Jacob is very into like Pokemon. Jacob's into board games. Jacob's into anime, and Ezra is into like uh, lesbian indie music. Um, like wholesome tiktok content and like hiking not my interest right so sometimes when i go with ezra to something where we're like throwing axes and i'm like i am this is wild. we're throwing axes this is wild wild and i i I try to find the fun in that thing um and it's also okay to just kind of do let let your partner do stuff separate without you and just have, have the fun that you have together like if you if you it depends on how bored you are at the games. If the games are really, if, if it feels soul-sucking and draining, then just don't go. And just let your partner have fun with your yeah. friends. You know what I mean? And, and just do yeah. the other stuff they do. It can't be the only thing they do. And there's also an opportunity that you can just, here's the thing. I was telling um Ezra this. Ezra was like, I don't like video games. And I was like, okay, that's too broad of a statement. Saying you don't like board games is like saying I don't like music. Board games are so different, so eclectic. Mm-hmm. There's probably a board game you like. There's probably a board game that you actually would have fun and be interested in. So saying like I don't like board games is just it's just too broad of a statement, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I have a I have a white ass boyfriend that does he do, he likes a lot of white people shit. And he likes uh hiking. He likes camping. He likes doing all that stuff. And, and again, like Bob, I'm not a camper, I'm not a hiker. That's not my thing. But I do because it's your partner, I feel like having some shit experiences are very nice to have. And recently, I went on a hike. I'm not a hiker. But it was fun to try it. Did I love it? I didn't love it. But it definitely, I was like, oh, my God. Actually, this was a fun thing. But you are doing the board games and you don't like them. Like, you have done them many times and you don't like it. So, I think maybe, I agree with Bob. Just because you're a couple does not mean you have to do every single thing together. It does not mean you have to be present at every board game. Like, maybe go to, instead of, if, if they have one every week. Go to one a month, or bitch, yeah. maybe not at all. Like you don't have to do everything with your fucking boyfriend. Like I agree. you can, he can have his game out with his boyfriends, and that can be that. There's and a- I, and he's into board games too. And I've we started playing Star Wars Outer Rim board game. And um, again, it's not something like I, I, I don't know a whole bunch about it, but trying to figure it out with your partner is fun too. Maybe you guys can find a board game that you guys can do just the two of y'all. And maybe you knowing the board game more and being able to teach people at board game night will make it more fun for you. I don't know, but maybe find different things about the game that you're playing that will get you excited about it. What if you made your own board game? What if your partner got together and made your own board game? You found a way... I think that sounds sounds really fun to me. Coming up with some rules. I mean, I feel like most board games are based... There's probably like... 10 different models for board games and card games are all based off some version of that just like apples to apples is cards against humanity you know they're all some version of of the other game maybe there's Mm -hmm. there's a way for you to come up with something maybe that could be fun and also there are times when like for example a lot of my friends like pokemon monet likes pokemon Jacob likes Pokemon. When they like Pokemon, bitch, I ain't no, like, ain't no fucking Pokemon. I like Pokemon in middle school when they first came out. I don't know about no damn Pokemon. So Do you, you even know me? You the one who like, "You, whenever y'all talk about games, you're like, like, oh, I play Shield and I play Blue, but I don't play this.'" I, Bob, I have never said that. You are confusing me with one of your other black friends. Jacob, does <laughs> this, who else? Who else is black and bald? Jacob, does this sound angry? You don't play. You never play any Pokemon games. In 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 middle school when I had the Nintendo D, not the DS. What's the one before the DS, Jacob? Yeah, the Game Boy Color. That's the last one I had, and I had the Pokemon games that came out for that. I Bitch, wrong friend. Game Boy Advance. Okay, well, I, wrong the, thing friend, is, I, the thing is, okay, sure, whatever. I, the thing is, I've heard you talking about Pokemon. I, I never watched Pokemon. The show just did not cross my field of vision, so I have no reference. Not even in middle school, I just, I just never watched it. Alfredo really loves Pokemon, but when Alfredo or Jacob are talking about it, the fact i love watching people talk about things they love it is really exciting for me it's really fun it is really exciting even when ezra's talking about music that i don't particularly like he loves it so much that is that i am interested in that's why i that's why i like watching documentaries me and money were having a discussion a while back like a little a little mini argument about documentaries uh with Jacob's parents the other day actually and it's so, like the documentary as long as the the documentarian is really passionate about what they're talking about, it doesn't matter what the documentary is. It can be interesting if the documentarian is really passionate and loves talking about whatever the thing is. Um And I'm not saying that's not true. My point was that's not true for me. If bitch, you could be a it could be a a, a this person gonna love light bulbs. If you do a fucking documentary about light bulbs, I'm not interested. I'm not gonna find it, it, it I'm not gonna find it engaging. No matter how great the content is, no matter how excited you are for me, that doesn't excite me. I like watching documentaries about things that I want to know more about. For example, Jacob's mom the lovely Mrs. Ritz brought up the General Sal jo- um, uh, d- documentary. Bitch, do I, do, do, did I have a knowledge for General Sal? But bitch, no. I eat General Sal chicken, and I find it interesting to find out who the fuck General Sal was and why everyone talks about it. I find that interesting. Also, one day, I, I don't, I don't want to re- rehash the conversation now, but Monet was on. Monet was acting wild this day. So what happened was, I, I was like, you know what would be interesting? I think it's playing out really quick. I like how it's always Monet was wild. It is never I was acting wild. It's always me. I didn't. You're wild. Continue. Yeah, like I said. Anyway, so Monet was like, um, so uh, Rose. Uh, by the way, she, I don't think she loves being called Miss Ritz. Her name is oh, Rose. Rose rose um rose. not you not you aging jacob's mom i have respect so you 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 calling her rose if, if, i call her when she, like, she asked me to call her i said you want me to call you miss rose you jacob go? but jacob is jacob is sending me eyes right now his mom does not like that they that just didn't know true. that you just an I ignorant said, ass nigga and you like calling their first day i said you want me to call you miss ritz so she goes no call me rose um oh, okay anyway so rose goes um she was like talking about this general south thing. And then I said, I actually wanted because Jacob's sister makes documentaries as well. And I was like, I want to. Well, she's made a documentary. And I was like, I want to make a documentary called Finding the Demon Twink. It's about the demon twink. And they didn't know what the demon twink was. And I was like, it's so interesting because there was this, there was this thing online where a lot, where a lot of people were interested in, like, oh my God, who is the demon twink? What's going on? Why did he throw the drink? Like, why was it the Britney Cruz? Has anyone heard from him? And Monet was like, Monet was making this argument. She was like, Well, would you say that more people know General Sal than the Demon Twink? And I was like, Yeah, sure. That doesn't mean that you can't make a Demon Twink documentary. That's not what the that's not what the argument was. The argument was. was we were we were talking about um the the reason why the General Sal one is popular is because General Sal, everyone, no matter what country, state, whatever, everyone has eaten General Sal chicken. So there are more people. So that's why it's interesting because everyone knows about that. Whereas the Demon Twink, bitch, I, yes, I know about Demon Twink, and no, that is not a popular thing. Everyone, if you said that, I if never you, if said I it brought, was popular. I said it was interesting. I never said that's it was popular. I said it was, I said it was interesting. T- I, I but that's know. that's what makes General Salad Chicken interesting. No, no. What makes General Salad Chicken interesting is not how many people know it. It's the fact that no one knows where it came from, and there was never. Oh, a no, person no, no not, named interesting, General not, Sal. Interesting. not interesting, not just saying. Not just saying. I say that it will reach more people because more people know, but more more people would be interested to know about General Salad than Demon Twin because they don't know what Demon Twin is. But but that's that's not the, the, what what makes the documentary interesting is what people don't know about General Salad. Documentaries are interesting for what you find out about what you don't know, not confirming the right. knowledge you already have. No, it's not about confirming knowledge. That's what I'm saying. People, but people know of general. Okay, we we can't. We this is advisory. It's not rivalry. We have to Itch. get to the next question. <laughs> Corvette, Corvette. Yeah, this this is our last one. Jacob said we got to wrap it up because you're talking too much. I got to read the last one. I don't think Jacob said it because okay. I was talking to. You. I don't think Jacob said that. I'm here with Jacob, and I'm, that's what Jacob has said. <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Bob and Monet. No, you I'm read the nice last hit. one. No, 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 no. Na, 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 na. i know it ain't i know it ain't monet exchange trying to read my fucking question did you know that they did a version of Vessel so raven with kiki palmer no was that she was she supposed to do original she raven? Was, no the, after raven's simonier <laughs> um kiki palmer filmed a pilot for like basically like uh continuing the story but with kiki palmer instead of really? Raven instead of raven baxter wow i didn't know that she's so funny kiki palmer is very funny and and if you go online you can in like the deep weathers of the internet not on the black dark web i found out my dumb ass don't know what the dark web is but um <laughs> but if you go on the internet you can find um the Vessel so raven version of uh that with kiki palmer kiki. it's really interesting anyway that's so Kiki. That's so Kiki. That's a Kiki. All right. I'm a 19-year-old closeted lesbian. Well, what's your name? What's your, what's your, drop the pen. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're going we gonna to out you today. I'm a 19-year-old closeted lesbian, and I'm not comfortable in myself enough yet to come out. All my friends are in relationships and sleeping with boys, and I've literally kissed one boy when I was nine because men are gross. I feel They're so great. left behind because I'm literally not ready to come out. How do I speed up the process of basically getting a grip and getting a girlfriend and telling everyone, sincerely, silk chiffon. Life's so fun. Life's so fun. <laughs> That's the new lesbian Bob. Do you know that? No, I do not know that. The singer is, is sapphic. Actually, I could, I could look into it. I would like, um, I would like out, to see it. <laughs> is that couple is is very is so good. Uh, Monique, yeah. I've got a it. tricky it's a tricky time. And I know, you know, it, it you obviously feel a lot of pressure from your friends and but also it seems like you just want to be liberated. You want to live your fucking life free and and, and grabbing as many pussies as you want to and kissing as many girls like is this you really want this for your life. And I feel like I don't know what can be a big motivating thing, but I think you should all, on the other side of that is worrying about what like I think with coming out, a big thing is not what people want to gain, but what, is, but what you will lose in the process of coming out. So I think going through that checklist in your mind, like if I come out, what will I lose and what am I okay with losing, I think are the questions that you should answer first as opposed to like what there is to gain. Because I mean, the, the, the possibilities are endless of what you are to, what you can gain. Yeah. Coming out of the closet is really interesting. Um I always say the most important thing is you have to make sure that you feel safe. If you feel safe coming yeah. out, then you should come out, you know. For me, coming out was the best thing. For me, yes. coming out was the like I, I could I could not fathom my life today if I was in the closet. Also that in mind, I have a very supportive family. No one in my family is 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 like aggressively homophobic and transphobic or queer or phobic or any of that kind of stuff. I'm not the first queer person in my family. So I was positioned very well to come out. And I and I'm I'm understanding that. I that's a privilege that I had not everyone has that so just assess your situation make sure you feel safe and if you're not you able to get to place where you that's why some people come out when they leave when they move, when they leave home they come out mm-hmm. then you know you have to make sure you're in a position where you can um I mean you, you're an adult I don't know if you live at home uh, I don't know if you're in college I don't know if you live by yourself I don't know what you do but I know that you are an adult and um you have the right to feel free in your own home yeah absolutely and You know, and it's always scary at first. Like, oh, God. Honestly, once you tell the first person, it gets so easy. Like, just saying the words out of your lips to the first person that you're afraid to say it to. I'm not talking about, not like a stupid coworker you don't give a fuck about, but, like, one of, like, your closest friends since high school or whatever. Like, just saying it to that first person feels so hard. And you feel like you're going to choke on your tongue. And it's so painful. But once it comes out, you're like... Fuck, that was not yeah. as hard as I thought. And the bitch, then you just can't stop telling people. You like, like, I like pussy, I like pussy, I, like pussy. I like pussy. like is just finding that first person that you feel safe telling and that you're afraid of popping that bubble makes it a whole lot easier. And, and just to be clear, there are lesbians who um who like more than pussy. Um, you know, pussies do not define women. Um, I'm not. To, I, I'm. I'm. I'm just reading what she said. She said, "I want. I want to kiss girls, and I want to." You what added. You, you added pussy. You. You're the only one oh, who threw pussy thought... in there. That. That, that, that was. That was all you. Uh, you had pussy on the brain, but. Um, but also, honestly, here's a bop. Try telling a stranger. I'm gonna. Yeah. Say, I'm gonna say it again. That's a good idea. Try telling a stranger. I remember the first person I ever came out to was. Uh, I was moving to Minneapolis. Uh, to do a gig that I'd be there for like 9 months doing and when I got there I just told them I was I was like I'm gay. I was this is a whole new group. They don't know anyone from back home. I'm going this is my first time just being completely out to a group of people. Here it is. I'm going to give it a shot. And I could after that I could never go back. I could never try being try being openly queer, try being open lesbian to like a, a group of strangers. Go to a support group. Go go to a um go to a dance night but also here's another thing you need to be be, be in mind now, okay once you tell one person you know someone else you know is going to find out i am oh for sure they're going to tell them. The, for sure your even your best judy will tell somebody their boyfriend their girlfriend uh their cousin their, that they're really close with their sister their mom, their, their, somebody yeah they're going to tell somebody they're going to tell somebody for sure so once you tell somebody multiple people will start knowing just just know that as well uh, but sometimes yeah. strangers. I, told, it, it's, 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 it's I told Bob I was gay, and he told RuPaul. And then RuPaul blocked Monet on um, Instagram. Unfollowed her. Yeah, unfollowed, blocked. Has she blocked you yet? Has she unblocked you? Are did... you, or, or, or you are you still blocked? Sh- no, I'm still blocked. I think. Yeah. Where she'll come around. She, yeah. she likes you. She really likes you. It's oh. just that you, you did her dirty. You did her dirty. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, but that's our question. That's our advice today, Bob. Did you feel like you gave good advice? Do you feel proud of your advice work? I do. Um, I feel good about myself. Um, and I'm proud of what we had told these people. I am too. Oh, you look so cute. You look, do you know what you look like? You look like Justin. Bitch, don't you, You, don't ever in your life say that shit to me again. Don't ever, don't you ever. Justin? You look just like Justin. When you just, go back to doing your your cheese with the hat and and your face. You look like Justin like that. Well listen, for y'all, for those of you on Patreon, we, I will post a picture of my brother. Justin's my brother. I'll post a picture of my brother, and you all will decide if me and Justin I don't think me and Justin look anything alike. Jacob, do you think me and Justin look alike, Jacob? He's a little bit. So Jacob thinks all black people look alike. So you think all black people look alike? <laughs> <laughs> I was say this Jacob and his sister. Are twins. It is wild. Jacob and his sister. Ja- like Ellie is just a smaller version of Jacob. <laughs> Ellie is a smaller version of Jacob. I've never met Ellie. I've never seen Ellie. No, nah, I ain't never met. I ain't never been. Of, no, Ellie is like if, if Jacob was like a, a, a cis woman and like four foot, I think ten or eleven or something. Wow. Jacob is the tallest person in his family. Isn't that hilarious? That's very funny. It's, Jacob is the Jacob is the Shaquille O'Neal. I have, of the Ritzes. I Cistern. have. I have the smallest booty in my family. No, you do not. These and the women, I have the smallest butt. What about Sean? Sean does not have a huge butt, but Sean has a butt for a guy for sure. Could you imagine? I'm also not the tallest. I mean, I'm not the tallest in my family. My uncle, I have two uncles that are taller than me. Six four, six five. It's like six three, six four. My uncle Steve, my uncle All right, Monet, I love you so much. Welcome back to Advisory, everyone. Thank you so much for, for joining us in. So, on the Patreon right now, you're getting three things. A bitch. Week. You're getting sibling oh, rivalry. Oh, yeah. Y'all, y'all think need to scroll sign up. y'all getting a lot of shit. Go ahead. Run it down for these. Homes. You're getting sibling rivalry. You're getting sibling advisory, and you're getting the long form version of first, first impressions. Honey. Bitch. Bitch, this is more content than Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> It's giving. Uh, Y'all be well, and we'll see y'all next time with some more advice. Bye, everyone.